Ladies and gentlemen, welcome along to episode 31 of the Fake Podcast, the Cherry Lip Balm Edition. My name's Adam Crew, and I'd like to welcome you to a formerly snowy Rotherham on a very mild evening after the last week's cold snap, as they say in the meteorology business. But um, anyway, enough of the mid-morning, mid-afternoon, evening, there we go, got there in the end, radio. Let's um, get straight on with it. Obviously, I've got my two of the three ends, because I can't remember what the third one is. I've got my Nespresso, the Cafetano again, but um, I was gonna, I've got some new ones in, but somebody was speaking to me about you shouldn't have caffeine after 12, they know who they are, so um, there's your shout out, so I've gone decaf because I'm a bit of a coward, but I might stay up late playing Pez, but to be fair, I just, I don't like anything really, after about half 11, 12, maybe watch, even watching a film I just feel wrong, I just look at the clock, feels wrong, but you're obviously interested aren't you, nudity, and this isn't a camera feature yet but I've actually um, I am sort of semi-nude because I've gone commando and that might be too much information but there's actually a a very apt reason to mention the word commando because yes ladies and gentlemen today we've actually got a guest not necessarily a guest host I mean a lot of people are interested a lot of people have asked a lot of people have just been ignored essentially I don't think I need excuses some people just don't make the cut but I think this is a very exciting guest and I'm I'm really excited to have him on but um, he's the first Austrian I'm pretty sure. Um, but obviously, the second bodybuilder after Jody May. And if you haven't guessed who it is yet, you're a bit of an idiot. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's mother flipping Arnold. I don't know his middle name, mate. Schwarzenegger. Arnold, how you doing? Hi. And thank you. Welcome to the show. Howdy, stranger. Well, I mean, we've never met, so that is apt, actually. But thanks for the sarcastic tone, anyway. But um, so, obviously, I know a lot of people are skeptical. They're going to think, Adam, you literally record this on a two bedroom flat in a prime area right moves words not mine of Rother Valley how have you got Arnold Schwarzenegger obviously he's not here I'm a big respecter of Covid rules we've got him via video call live stream obviously we're not a uh, vlog yet so I've not been able to show you face but I mean you all know what he looks like he's an absolute legend but obviously Arnold they're going to be sceptical they're going to think I'm going mad Um, so I mean obviously we just need to confirm it's him and the only way we can do that is by Arnold are you Arnold? This is me Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah all, right, all right, mate. Thank you, cool. But, I mean, obviously, it's um, an absolute honour to have you on, Big Arnie. And, I mean, a lot of people obviously can be a bit upset that, um, you know what I mean, sometimes I've done three people on there and obviously one of them hasn't been on or Schwarzenegger. It's not a comment on. I mean, I mentioned how long some of the people's names are on and they are big names. But, I mean, Arnold, from your point of view, is there anyone else you'd want to be here? Oh, okay, but I mean, we did discuss that, obviously, because of lockdown, Arnold, but, you know, maybe we can try something later on. All right, well, anyway, anyway, Arnold, let's carry on, walk to the show. Um, I'm sure it's exciting for you as it is for me. One of us, a former state leader, movie star, the other one, the only person on record to win Best Banter at Epos Now three times. So, I mean, obviously, we're both sort of, not not underwhelmed, that's the wrong word, isn't it, Arnold, but we're both in awe, that's the word, of um, each other's work. So, I mean... Again, it's just an absolute pleasure to have you here. Yeah, Arnold yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, anyway, we'll get, we'll um, what I'm gonna do, Arnold, without being rude, is I'm going to Arnold's a bit formal, isn't it? Can I call you a um, big man? Anyway, yeah, cool, big man. But so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna stop talking to you for a bit because it's actually quite difficult to 
edit it together because the app that I've that, that I'm speaking to you on has adverts and things so there's a lot of stop stop but if you have anything to say just interject at any point you know what I mean so that's fine but moving on obviously well we welcome Arnold but again we're cracking on into this sort of third fourth revamp of um the pod and I think obviously we're staying positive I've looked at the content obviously it was a few weeks ago we did the last one so I'm trying to keep it the same reason I mean I've flipped and flopped switched and changed oh, I don't know the word but chip and change I don't know but a lot over the sort of so I'm going to try to stick with this sort of positivity thing so I've done a bit of research and I just thought I'd start because on the old one I know me and Macaulay should be quite negative about stuff just because that's where we were in our lives we're different people now and I know um I know he's out doing his work in Sierra Leone, but um, I can't remember if he's trying to cure COVID or trying to disprove it or something about the flat earth. I can't remember. But, um, I mean, big man, you did mention a bit of a story between you two. I think it was either in, um, out in Central Europe somewhere. I mean, do you want to go into that? I'd rather not talk about it, okay? I don't know. Okay, that was... There's another advert, so that's all we'll hear from Arnold for a little bit. But So, yeah, we'll go into... I've got a section called False Positives. I'm just going to... Li- these things are not things I personally don't find anything positive with my mother always said or somebody's mother always said if you've got nothing nice to say don't say anything at all so for false positives things we're not going to talk about Cockney Ryman slang Scar Music Jamie O'Hara the British public just get them out of the way also the new Andrex advert and I don't know I've been watching a lot more TV with it is, I'm not trying to be hard it is mainly football I watch but the new Andrex advert if you haven't seen it it's a lot of it's a lot of like people's bums at the start and it says something like clean is and obviously you don't really know what it's about first but they do the bum thing because sex sells we all know sex sells i got yeah but and then it's like clean is then you're like oh boom and you, you are looking at the bums so there's geezer bums as well which i'm not into but you see it and you're a bit like oh yeah bums yeah whatever actually yes that's a bit weird let's stop talking about bums but and then it's like clean as anything and there's that person's white there but everyone wipes their bum well not everyone actually but you know what i mean but I don't think Ian Brown wipes his bum. I've got a feeling he just doesn't. But um, and that's his choice. I don't want a four-page letter like he sent someone else the other day. I'm not a doctor. I'm not fighting with you, Ian. You've, I respect you, but I don't know. I just don't think you wipe your bum. But he definitely doesn't wash his hands afterwards either. And I'm not saying he doesn't clean less than just move on from that. But I just think I don't want to be looking at the Andrex thing they've got the little dog just show the little dog your toilet roll every fucking toilet roll squaring sorry every toilet roll is the softest toilet roll ever come on have you and I've never really even like when you go to like we used to work in like an office block and that toilet paper was a bit shit no pun intended <laughs> but it's just I don't want to be there's better ways to sell toilet roll to be fair I mean no one buys toilet roll because of the advert you buy it because it's on offer or you liked it from before but nobody's walking around consciously a shop thinking oh remember which was the advert with the yeah with the, yeah yeah i'll get that one oh it's two pound fifty more than the asda one or than the this um cushy the one with koalas you don't you just so we don't need to have that on the telly and i don't know if i've gone into it before but the out pro advert with the it's not a fat guy but he's a bigger guy out for a run gets overtaken by a girl on a scooter which isn't embarrassing anyway because she's on wheels her legs are doing the work he's doing the whole work he's carrying his big self round I know that's a big runner as in I'm a big person that likes running not that I'm a big fan of running so I mean and it just belittles vegetarians slash vegans I'm vegetarian remember more and I mean we don't need that it's my sort of 
my experience on dating websites shows you don't need to be more demasculated as a vegetarian a proud vegetarian may I add but anyway that's enough negative ideas there's some new things that have come into my life I've got my 100 free Nespresso pods you could say ironically it was the same week that I actually spent £30 getting 50 but it's fine they're going to last they don't go off I think I think they don't go off I will check that later but I've also got a new Hoover and I also the other day and I don't know what the power is, but I think I've discovered a superpower because I was, I don't know how I got off. And again, I'm after my last Andrex rant, I don't want to go into details, but I was getting off the toilet after sitting on the toilet. That's all I'm going to say. And my, there's this, it's like an L-shaped bathroom. Not very impressive, I'll be honest. I try to make it mustard themed, but I've got a mustard towel and a mustard hand towel. But sometimes the hand towel's in the wash, so it's a grey hand towel. But yeah, it's just it's a nightmare. So. I got up and like the light bulb, not the light bulb, the thing that goes around the light bulb, the lampshade. I just, I don't know why my arm went up, but like, like I was swimming. I just got up from the toilet, obviously pulled my trousers up if I was wearing them, and then just hit it by accident, clipped it, power gone. Like that, I clicked. I clicked like that, the power was gone. I just spat on my laptop, disgusting. But, and I don't know how, but the fitting, I, I screwed it back in, obviously, it wasn't loose. The power from the light bulb had gone. Looked at it, didn't look smashed, so I don't know. But somehow I've got that electricity in my body now. I had to buy new light bulbs, but with my new sort of found confidence and power, I did do that quite well off eBay, and I got quite a good deal on them. But, um, so, there's yeah, there's some positivity. But somebody did ask me, there's not much else positive really going on, I just look outside, um, but some merch ideas, and it got me thinking, obviously not, fake podcast merch but I've always got some t-shirt ideas and I think it's something that if I had more money behind me more funding bit of a slurp there it's something I'd like to get behind because I see a lot of these on Instagram you see these adverts where it's like TVs TVs what's wrong with me should have gone non-decaf t-shirts and I don't understand some of them it's like a bear coming out of like a geometric square with like the colours in that I just don't understand it so I've got some ideas right one of them is actually I'm not going to say the colours because I think they should be different but it just says dressing like a heterosexual question mark and then there's like this is written in like Miami Vice writing that's the only way I can describe the font and then says dressing like a heterosexual question mark what is this 1993 and then there's another one that just says Harrison Ford nothing like nothing at just Harrison no pictures I need to stress that it just says Harrison's Ford Harrison Ford sorry not Harrison's Ford I bet he gets that a lot doesn't he like he's in a car park somebody goes have you seen Harrison Ford he's like oh I'm here and he's like no Harrison's Ford who are you I bet I bet he know he just looks like an old man so no, I don't think everyone would know what Harrison Ford looks like but and then the other one I thought of was can't and this is something that sat with me for about a day can't spell wife swap without WAP and obviously WAP W-A-P and that'd just be garish there'd be images I don't really want to go into them we all know the song and I think that would be quite a good one but then then I was thinking about wife swap a lot and then I thought of a TV idea so I'd make enough money on the t-shirts to have fall back if the TV show goes wrong but a lot of people are into these like real housewives of if you know what I mean so but instead of that it's not the real house because you go and every it, 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 I, I don't understand I get the, the interest in them that there's rich people who are very just without being arsed low quality people like they sort of it's just the same thing different areas and like different monuments whatever you're like oh that one's in George Atlanta that one's in Cheshire whatever but this one's called Wife Swat alright 
wife SWAT. It's not SWATters wives, but that's an idea I've just had. But it's the wives of SWAT team members. So then I actually don't know how much the average wage average I'm googling right now wage for a SWAT team member. Oh there's something under my keyboard and it's shaking it. How much do SWAT members get paid? So $56,000 a year. Okay, let me see what that is in English pounds because that is how I work. In pounds. In pounds. Is it going to... Oh, it's done it. Kilograms to pounds. Why is it not taking the sign? This is awful radio. 56, 130. Doll hairs. <laughs> I think I might have oh, added a two. I can't be asked to pause the thing either. You just we're going on this journey together. In GDP. Forty one thousand pounds a year. So what's that like? A middle manager? I don't know what a middle manager is, but I mean I don't think that's quite average really, isn't it? I thought I thought you'd be a bit good, wouldn't you? Swat you go into like crackheads dens, kicking doors in. Oh, is this a UK one? No, well that one says sixty thousand pounds a year. Oh, SWAT UK salaries, Glassdoor. Here we go. What is SWAT UK? Assistant accountant. Oh no, SWAT UK is some sort of company. Yeah, so just to this this um, wife SWAT wouldn't be the UK company SWATs. It'd be um, oh, it changes by. Oh, I'm not going into it by state. Why does America do that? It's a big country, but just keep some rules, but. Yeah, so if you imagine what, like forty-one grand a year. I mean, I, I guess you don't get commission on like arrests. I suppose there's probably quite a lot of that'd be quite interesting because I bet a lot of SWAT people are dirty. Like they take a couple of grand from a dealer's den or whatever. Dealer's den—that's quite a good idea, like Dragon's Den. But people go into a drug dealer's house after it's been seized, 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 and then you just literally. I don't know, like auction off the stuff, so it's a bit like storage hunter slash Dragon's Den, but actually I don't think the anything that sounds like it would be like Dragon's Den is probably the name. But still I think people would be hooked. Like my dad likes Dragon's Den, he might say Dealer's Den. Oh sounds alright. Oh but then <sighs> Imagine like someone who's like a wheeler dealer. No, let's go I'd rather it be like drug dealers houses. Because I imagine they've got some big tellies and they've got like you know, like American pickers, where they go around and they see, like, oh, it's fucking daft. They see, like, a swordfish on the wall. They're like, oh, $800. I'll paint that and paint that and do $2,000. Thank you. And they always negotiate, but you can tell because it's like, no one ever says, like, F off. It's like, no, I won't sell this. Or, like, sure, $300. I need $500. $450. Ah! And they all laugh. Um, the only problem with American pickers, by the way, and this isn't me being negative, it's a statement, is the little fat one got really, I think he got a bit big for his boots, and I think he started turning into a bit of a shagger, which men of that age, when they turn into shaggers, it just gets nasty, in my opinion. It gets to looking, at, and this isn't a, this isn't libel, but it gets into looking at things on the internet, talking to girls on the internet, buying girls on the internet. What the fuck is going on here?
anyway, moving on uh, swiftly from that nice drum and bass beat. Um, I, another thing I promised last week was that I would look through, you know, a bit of positive news, a bit of um, local community news. So I, I don't have Facebook, something I'm... It sounds a bit pr- a pricky thing to be proud of not having Facebook, but I am proud that I don't have Facebook. I think it's full of nonsense. But I realise you can get on community pages, so like Kiven Park community page, that's where I live. You haven't got my address. Um, but I, don't know I said that so threateningly, but I thought I'd go through it, see if there's some positive news, and it is not what I expected. I knew it would be dreadful, and this isn't the people on there being dreadful. They are. It's my opinion of that sort of thing i don't it's not the sort of thing i'm interested in but i don't know what sort of good news i was expecting but it was a lot of people in a pandemic global pandemic lots of people in um, i'm sorry i'm not going to undermine that a lot of people are like dying and stuff but a lot of you know what i mean you've got to be sensible and i'm not going this isn't a politics show so i'm not going to go into my opinions on them rats but a lot of people asking for tiling and new blinds you don't need if you've had a like a, a what well, not a floor leak like you've had a sinkhole appear in your kitchen or like you've had like rot floor rot i don't know if floor rot's a thing somebody can google it for me but i, I just you don't need the tiler to come round i was sat and i shouldn't well i do i like to sit out my window look sit out my window look out my window and like a baby being held by Michael Jackson, I like to look out of a window. Um, but I just don't think you need blinds being fitted. Just you could fit blinds yourself. I mean, no, actually, I'm not saying that, but you could just get curtains or something. I just I think maybe blinds over time. Like if you're an old person and it's going into the t- your eyes and the telly or something. But I mean, if you're an old person, you're actually more at risk. But there was just a lot of people asking for stuff like that, and then like all it becomes is like you just big up your mates, like. Oh, my mate Jimmy Tiles. Yeah, he's good. You don't know. He could be a fucking sex offender. But I'm going to tell you he's all right. Maybe not if he's a sex offender, he would. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, he did mine really badly. But you know, like when you're too polite, like, oh, no, it's great job, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how much? More. Oh, more than that budget? Well, no, no, no. I do understand. Fucking useless prick. I have to get it done again. But um, that was a little soap opera. A little ad hoc soap opera. But um, there was also a slanderous campaign on there against our the our, the local Chinese here, which is one of the... I mean, I've never really lived near a good Chinese restaurant, so maybe it's a bit unfair, but the one near here is incredible. And this... I can't remember if it was a woman or a man, but it doesn't matter. This human on earth was putting like... Oh, it was, I mean, I don't know what her experience was, but I hate when people... Like, Chinese food isn't that nice looking. Obviously, it doesn't taste nice, but it doesn't look that nice. It's a lot of different sorts of vegetables and sort of like a... It's not that viscous. It's quite a runny, watery sauce. And like the way the pork and stuff's cooked is just different. But you're never going to get a good picture of like a, oh, this Chinese was good. Let me take a picture and everyone will know how good it was, are you? So um, so she just moaned about it. It was a woman. We just moaned about it being cold. And then a lot of people selling children's shoes, which, I mean, I get it in a way. But I'll, I mean, I best not go into that. Because, I mean, to be honest, I've got all the children's shoes I need anyway. Like, if anything, I've got too many. So, ironically, I might... Um, start selling them but the only positive thing I could find this was I can't remember when this was in January is that some farm I've cut it out of this image is uh, the turkey crowns have been reduced from £30 oh Arrow Farm um, I should have got direct now should have got that on target I don't know um, I'm not editing that out so fuck it um, turkey crowns have been £30 reduced to £8 actually the way it's written is atrocious but that's when you read more of this community 
you realise that you're not surprised by the way that's been written. But um, yeah, I mean, a turkey going from 30 quid to 8 quid, that's good news. But I mean, unsurprising three weeks after Christmas. But there you go, get down to Arrow Farm. I don't know if they're allowed to, I guess if they sell food, but is it a cent? Let's not get into politics. But yeah, so it was basically a non-starter. There was a fantastic thread about and they do get to be fair if any of you guys are in you i know a couple of my mates are on that they, they live on new builder states and they're in theirs but i couldn't deal with it we have to do a community forum thing at work and i struggle with it like i just it's like twitter and stuff I, i'm on twitter but I, there's the negativity in threads i try not read them but some of this conversation it was about um people riding quad bikes on like a local um it's an old quarry i think but it's now like a community sort of park thing and it is a it's just the wrong thing to do and this woman raises it which is fair enough like i i go running there people go walking there people walk the dogs there people walk like kids there like you shouldn't really be on a quad bike because you're not allowed it's just you're not allowed to do it you're just not allowed on that road but this guy then just pipes up and then she says like she says like he's immature or something and then he just he just like puffs his chest out in the weirdest way and he lists off like he's like i've paid off my mortgage i no, i've paid off my car i'm tw-. he says he's like 24 i've got a four month year old not that impressive at 24 some of my mates are like 16 so they're now 24 no so they've got like an eight year old like who cares no one gives a shit and he's like yeah and i've got a mortgage or something that's always the thing people say oh, i've got a mortgage well yeah everyone will get one i rent at the moment i'm a rent boy and i'm proud of being a rent boy but um i just i just don't get it and it was just so funny the way that was his argument and you know immediately when someone's lying when they tell you that much information like how many times has there been an argument on the internet and nobody said i've got a mortgage when they might pay a mortgage you might pay a mortgage of 500 pounds or you might pay rent of like 1100 pounds i mean it just just, it just winds me up but it was a bit yeah i was a bit disappointed to not get any real positive news i mean the turkey thing take it or leave it really um that pause was yes ladies and gentlemen that pause was to try think of a turkey take it or leave it based pun but all i could come up with is a load of gobblers so um i'll move on that's quite good actually adam well done a little high five there so after that i was quite wounded i was quite wounded and i think the day i was looking the football was soon to start so um god i'm a bit of a football guy aren't i a bit of a footy guy. I don't come around my house watch the football. Actually, don't come around because of COVID. And I like to watch football on my own. But um, so I thought, oh, do you know what we'll do? Happiest place on earth. Why don't we get reviews from like the happiest place on earth for like feedback? So that's right. The happiest place on earth, ladies and gentlemen. We found it. Disneyland. Not that Disneyland. Disneyland chicken and pizza. And it's let me just imply that there is a space between Disney and land. And I imagine that's very important to um, clarify for legal reasons. But it's Disney space land space chicken space and space pizza. And it is in Radford Road in Nottingham, which I assume central Nottingham, because I think there was a tram station near it, which for me is central. But um, like people would say I live in Sheffield, but I don't. Um, I live like nine miles away. But um, they had, unfortunately, they didn't have any reviews. So I thought that's probably why, because everyone just knows they could have the greatest time, the happiest place on earth. But um, they did offer a 15-minute collection time, which I thought was very impressive, considering my flight is comfortably an hour and 10 minutes, even without traffic from Central Nottingham. So I thought that was very optimistic. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to test them because I was tra- I'm not trying to watch my weight. Do you have people say that? I'm trying to. I'm not. I'm just. I've, I've stopped drinking beer. Not lost any weight. I just keep eating shit. Yogurt cranberries is my new little tipple. If anybody wants to work for a yogurt cranberry company or one of those health food, so I like the idea of having it in with someone at a health food company and just getting yogurt cranberries they're a nice way they're in the most enjoyable way to get over cystitis 
there you go, there's your fucking tagline. Um, but yeah, and then I thought, oh, I'll check the menu out, thinking obviously it'll be Disney-based. It's not. It's just like pizza, kebab, sticks, whatever, you meat-eaters eat, you fucking carnivores. So I thought, here we go, for the pod, let's do some Disney-themed menu items. And I thought, well, I don't want to go down the route of like, oh, um, Nemo Burger, it's a fish burger, because I thought, that's not what it's about, that's not what Disney's about. You don't go to like Disney and they've got restaurants and you're like eating the thing. Do you know what I mean? You're not eating the dinosaurs. Well, you don't eat dinosaurs anywhere. But um, and then I then I struggled because I couldn't actually think of a Disney film. I think that Home on the Range, but that's not proper mainstream Disney. It's about cows and shit. But all I could come up with was Chicken Buzz Kit, like Buzz Lightyear and Chicken Bucket. So I thought oh, that's a waste. However, weirdly. Someone was talking to me about obviously this Disney expansion. Disney are buying a lot of stuff. They're getting Disney Plus is all right at the moment, but it's a lot of like because they got Star Wars, they got Marvel, they got actual Disney, and then they're getting. I think it's like um, I said Sony, but it's not Sony. They're getting like what not Warner Brothers. I see, but they're getting someone else's stuff. So they'll have more like adult shows on there. It's in like Will and Grace. I don't know that sort of thing. Not like adult like porn. But then I thought, well, that'd be the next step, innit? Because maybe that's what they'll do next if they're gonna have shows where they swear and stuff. Maybe they'll get like an adult section, you know, like the back of the shops you get near the beach. Not the beach, the seaside. It makes it's a big difference by saying near the beach and near the seaside, because the seaside's a bit tackier. I'll say that. But so I thought, all right, I'll help them out here. They need a marketing strategist. If the if the t shirts don't work, wife swat doesn't kick off. And I've still got that bill to pay for being sued by both Arnold Schwarzenegger's legal team and the American Pickers legal team. I could get into that, I could be like the VP of adult marketing. No, it sounds like marketing to adults, like adult entertainment marketing, right? The VP O A E, you know, it's not that funny, does it? But so I thought, right, we'll get some names. Obviously they want to keep Disney names, so they don't want to buy it. Well, I mean they own everything, so I don't know who's gonna sue Disney, but right, so here's some here's some adult themed Disney and just for the record, I quite like the Disney side. There's an innocence to me, but I think some of these are quite good. So the first one I had was Blow Cahontas. Not bloke. I've just realised that's what it sounds like. So maybe, maybe we could work that out. But so blow is in like a blow job. There you go. I said it. Sorry, mum. Um, Blokeahontas instead of Pocahontas. I haven't thought of a sort of theme for any of them. I'm just like giving. Uh, what I'd do is I'd walk into a meeting, throw eight names at them, leave 100k a year, 100k a day. I'd be like earning triple what SWAT people get. And then Mulan one cup instead of two girls one cup. Mulan one cup. Asian bird, and then there's that new one on there called Soul, so just hole, it could be any hole, it could be a bum hole, fanny hole, whatever hole, it's like fanny hole, I shouldn't really say that, um, <laughs> um, Monsters Pink, instead of Monsters Inc, and I don't really want the idea of that being a big vagina, but Monsters Pink just works, we'll leave that there, A Tug's Life, instead of A Bug's Life, that's like a man, a male, sorry, solo show, and then Up, but instead of just up, it's up the arse. Obviously, that's quite self-explanatory. And then I gave up, and I just got arse instead of cars. And then there's three arses. Not three arses, there's three cars films. So you just do three. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it is what it is. And then, obviously, the dirtiest one would just be Hannah Montana Now, which is like a live stream of Miley Cyrus with a wig on. Doing. I'm not going to go into details. And, obviously, it would all be shown on the Disney Channel. That's where the applause would go. This is where I'll edit in the applause. All your life you'd had to stand in line. Still you're standing on your feet. 
or your choices made you change your mind, now your calendar's complete. Don't wait for answers, just take your chances. That was an extract from the song Don't Ask Me Why by Billy Joel, which I think is very apt at this moment in time. Oh, but better just quickly uh, check in with Arnold. Arnold, how you doing? Who is your daddy and what does he do? Uh, my dad's called Adrian and he used to be a, he's a retired car salesman. I think he used to be the MD, but listen, it matters who's asking, doesn't it, Arnold? But I hope you know what I mean. Can someone tell me? Oh, I've just told you. Well, I'm trying to do a podcast with a apparent movie star who's a bit of a pain in the arse, if anything. What do we got to do? I'll tell you what we could do. We're going to get McCauley or someone back next week, you bloody Austrian. Nothing, mate. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, back in your box, mate. But anyway, I thought, obviously, with a movie... Well, apparent movie star here, I'm starting to doubt his credentials. I think he could only ever play himself. But... Um, I thought we'd get a bit cultural, and I know I sort of tried to do it before. Um, I'm rubbing my oh, I've got moisturiser on my head still. Um, I thought I'd add some cultural stuffing because I think that's important. Like, um, not listen, we're not going to get boring. You know me, I'm the footy guy. I'm the uh, let's talk about the football. Um, but well, actually, we can't talk about football because people who listen to this moan if you just talk about football. I mean, it's mad, isn't it? You have like three listeners and like half of them moan about football. But anyway. Um, so I thought I'd write a poem, but like a northern soul, not northern soul, like a northern art gritty poem, like um, a Shane Lynch poem, if that makes sense. I think Shane Lynch, the guy who did all those gritty films, I ain't seen any of them because they're, they're not Paul Blart, so I haven't seen them, all the Muppets. But So I wrote a poem, and it's it's about how a man can, I think it's a poem, and it's about how a man can find strength and power in isolation and, and allow it to help him drive himself towards a decisive and successful career and life in general. And it's, it's called When I Want. So um, hopefully you enjoy it. And any feedback that's negative, please just don't tell me because I probably will take it quite personally. But anyway, this is When I Want by Adam Matthew Crew. When I want. I wear jacket and drawers when I want. Use cashback sites when I want. Vote for the Green Party when I want. Browse the Argos catalogue for new lounge furniture when I want. Bottle it with strippers and sex workers when I want. Eat cheese from the block when I want. Apologise for using the word bitch when I want. Try to win the African Cup of Nations with Burkina Faso on Pez when I want. Look to buy vegan wax melts off Etsy when I want. Dress for sports when casually around the house when I want. Go when I want. When I want. Excuse me, I have a few more questions if you don't mind. I mean, if you go behave, Arnold, you can ask, but yeah, what is it, mate? What are we having for dinner? That's enough for you, mate, you can go. Let's just hang up, how do we hang up? Don't know who I'm asking, I'm just in good trouble. See you later, Arnold, bye, mate. Get out of here. Yeah, fuck off. Um, but yeah, hopefully that was, um, I mean... I mean, obviously, it's my art, so it's not art. It's something I thought of, but I think hopefully all the people in currently in isolation at the moment will appreciate that that is the world we live in, and I don't want any arrogance to stem from um, any people. Sorry to think there's any arrogance that stems in that. It is just, I think it's the decisive nature of the world we live in. But um, anyway, um, to further on the, um, the the culture club. I mean, that didn't go out well. No, it wasn't. It was. The, 
who was in Culture Club? He won the one. No, it's George Michael. Let's not let's not get into who wanked him where. But so anyway, I thought obviously we used to do a lot of reviews, and we might bring it back. We might not. I'm obviously a flipper and a flopper. But um, so I thought we'd do a book club. So I'd like to welcome you all to what is hopefully the first of a many a string of successful content pieces. I guess it's not, they're not going to be their own episodes, but the first instalment of the first chapter you could say of the lfp bc ftb which is obviously the Le fake podcast book club for the blind where you don't need to read the book and that isn't me being insensitive about blind people at all i have a lot of respect for them it's not for me it's not a choice i don't say it's a choice i'd make but it's not for me but i do respect them thoroughly but um that's very patronizing but essentially what i thought we'd do is obviously it's a podcast and I, the thing with book clubs, I think you you got to read them. Like it's a modern day, and we've got stuff to do. We're swiping right, we're swiping left. This is quite a good poem already. Do you know what I mean? We're we're we're, we're texting, we're exting, we're sexting. We're we're um, I don't know. Wait, let me just have a sip. Oh, a bit of decaf to do literally nothing. But yeah, so I thought, why don't like we read reviews for books or like content pieces of books? And you might think, oh, this is going to be dreadful. But and hopefully, in the words of a man who's ordered Chinese for breakfast. Hopefully I'm not peaking early. That's an original. But um, when I say this, but we're going to start with Moby's Then It Fell Apart. Maybe I'll leave a pause there. But yeah, so Then It Fell Apart is basically, it's his second book, which he describes as his lost years. I think his first book, I've written the name down somewhere. No, I haven't. So his first book was called like Poseidon or something. I can't remember, but... I mean, for those of you who know Moby, and I would like to class myself as somebody who doesn't know Moby, even though I have shaved my head again today, but I'm not that bald yet. He actually looks a bit like my dad. I don't, I don't know if they were. You can take either pride or dis, dissonance, not dissonance, dissent in that. But he looks a bit like. Oh, I mean, all bald little men look the same. Not little men. Um, God, I hope my dad don't get into pocket. Well, if he gets into podcast, realizes I've been doing one, but not applied for certain jobs, he'd be a bit good anyway. But. Um, so basically, it's like he's like a musician, and I think Porcelain, that's either his big album, or that is the name of the first book, alright? So when I get an editing team in for the funding, that's where we switch out, okay, guys? But um, yeah, so basically, he did one book, and he hit. Like, look, I've heard of him, but I couldn't tell you any songs. And I think before I made a conscious, when I was a bit more into sort of like listening to new music, oh, I'm a bit Norfolk there, boys. Um, when I was listening to new music, I think I tried to listen, but I just didn't make any sense of it. I did the same recently with Jamiroquai because of that guy who was at the Capitol building storm thing who looked like Jamiroquai because he had moose hat on. But I, I just didn't understand it. There's the four bangers, and that was it for me. A bit like my full English I had today. I actually only had three sausages, but. Um, anyway, so I basically, and I've got some extracts, that's what they say in book clubs, right? And oh my words, lads, it is absolutely, and ladies, um, it is absolutely stupendous. So don't, if you're turning off, I'll try to do this in less than 45 minutes. That's the whole pod, not this review. I mean, a certain Austrian movie star slowed us down a bit today, to be honest, but he's gone now. It's just you, me, and the list. No, you are the listeners, and me is me. But, I've got some extracts from his book and I do not think you will be disappointed. So the first one is, uh, it's in, it's 19, I'm about to say, put yourself in Moby's shoes. Well, actually, why don't we have a little pause break, right? Google Moby and just read like the first two lines of his, not first two lines, first two paragraphs of his Wikipedia. 
I think porcelain was the song. I've actually Googled it with the pause that I left for you guys to Google it, but the only thing I, I didn't really get past it is middle name's Melville. He's a big guy called, who played for Sunderland whose surname was Melville. But anyway, so yeah, that's who he is. You've, all, you've read however much you want to read. If you've read nothing, then this might mean less to you. But I mean, I didn't know that much about him apart from the Melville thing now. But anyway, so this is, it's, it's, this, is this first extract is, it's 1999. It's near the end of his four-week tour for Play, which is another album or a song. I still, again, I can't be asked to even Google. I've literally got the tab. It says Moby Google search open and I can't be asked to click on it. Um, so he's feeling sorry for himself at this after-show party. He's just played a 75-minute set to a half-empty Scala. I don't know where the Scala is in King's Cross. I don't know if that's that impressive or that depressing. As he's not filled it. But I suppose anywhere you're playing, if it's half-empty, it's annoying. But and, and, and it just says that no one is interested in having sex with him. So he writes, How badly was I a fail... Was I, sorry, how badly was I failing as a musician that I couldn't even find someone to flirt with at my own party? So immediately... I don't think the whole point of being like a, I'm not going to call him a rock star, but you know, this sort of like, this idea of being a movie star, not you Arnold, or like a sort of rock star is you get it, you get, you get the opposite sex, or I suppose you get, you get bangs. Oh, it's ironic, you can't get bangs, he's bald, but you, you have sex with people easier, right? But I don't think the flirting thing, surely that's the whole point, it just removes it. So I sort of think he's missing the point there, but then, um, Anyway, leaving the party, he sees a sex worker standing at a bus stop. Don't know if that's a big... It might have just been a woman. I don't know how you know. I know there's that sort of cliche about corners, but I've never seen a bus stop that's at the corner, like specifically at a corner, and it's probably poor placement, but it could have just been a woman. And he has claimed that um, before that he he has dated a variety of sex workers, but he has never paid money for sex, which is very, very, very the sort of thing. A bit like that quad bike argument by telling everyone you've paid off your car you probably haven't paid off your car but then it just says he imagines falling in love with the sex worker after discussing their mutual brokenness again i mean from what i understand if this woman at a bus stop was actually a sex worker i don't think i think it's very old-fashioned i mean this was 1999 i was five five years old when this was happening um i don't really see i think sex would make quite a lot of money for you and I don't really think it's not what people say about stupid it's not that deriding you know you might just do it to make money easier take take advantage of people like Moby who no one will flirt with but um, but anyway big Moby boy he um, he, sn- he snaps out of this um, reverie port which I mean is a bit odd but because um, then he's passed by some record label employees and I mean the actual odds of that like imagine being like a footballer and you're walking from back from... I don't think you walk back from a game, but you know what I mean? You see this person at a bus stop who you assume is a sex worker that you fall in love with and assume she wants to fall in love with you. And then, like, you're... I don't know, the scout... The, the woman who sells tickets or, like, the scout or someone from the club drives past that. I just think it's... Um, and then he's like, they were nonplussed. And I was like, probably wouldn't be. Just saw a man. Obviously, he's walked away from the alleged prostitute at this time. Um... And then he just put, they were nonplussed, so I hadn't been walking. I'd been standing in the shadows at 1am in King's Cross staring at a prostitute. So she's gone from a sex worker to a, he's officially called her title out. She's not an escort or whatever, she is a full-on prostitute. But um, So that was in King's Cross. And then obviously you think, oh, come on, he goes all around the world, it must get better. And then this, he takes this truly sort of global tour of misery to New Zealand next. So this next story starts in Paris and ends in New Zealand, like all good stories do. But um, so basically, after playing a small concert near Moulin Rouge in Paris, never been, so I don't know where that is. But I mean, maybe after his 
large is sort of half empty Scala maybe start playing the smaller ones Brrrv. but um, he's gone back to his friends Lorraine's house which again emphasises this in the 90s because he's sort of young and he's going to someone called Lorraine's house but obviously he's conscious he can't stay out too late he's got a 9am flight to New Zealand but I'm pretty sure it takes like 27 hours so don't matter you have a whole day on the plane anyway you just sleep all day it's probably actually better to go especially to go through the airport security tired and god knows what sort of stuff he did but Anyway, he says, um, yeah, because he's going to New Zealand, which uh, where Play, which is the album, has gone gold. And then he even says it, he just goes, Moby concedes that New Zealand's small population is a factor. But I mean, still, I mean, it's still the majority. If you, if you, if you are in a room where 10 people are there and nine of them like your habit, it's not because your the quality isn't good. It's, it's probably a better coverage of anything. But I think that science and maths is folded. But anyway, Lorraine's gamine. I don't know what gamine is. I'm just going to Google gamine. Oh, I've Googled it. It's a bit... A gamine is a slim, elegant young woman who is or perceived to be mischievous, teasing or sexually appealing. Mischievous, teasing or sexually appeasing. Oh, not all three. Not a triple threat like myself. Well, I'm not slim, but I, would I say I'm mischievous? I'm not teasing, really. It's sort of... Do you want, no, let's not. Um, so anyway, it's Gamine. So it's basically Lorraine's skinny mate, who's up for a shag, Mandy. Um, again, it's quite an older name. Who Moby likens to a beautiful elf. I suppose elves are. Oh, it makes you think of, like, Christmas elves and then shagging a Christmas elf, but expresses interest in him again that's how i mean i'm a young man maybe if we had macaulay on um he'd be able to tell us what courting was like in the 90s but apparently it was a lot of exp oh i like your walkman can i share your walkman with you i'm going to express an interest in you um that's how everyone talks in the 90s um modern education has also failed us but Casting aside all thoughts of the tw- there you go, 26 hour flight and the 6,000 New Zealanders who have bought play, they're not all going to be there. That's not how CDs work. Oh, I bought the CD so I get a ticket to your show. But he and Mandy catch a cab, Mount Mandy the sexy elf, to her apartment building near the Arc de Triomphe. God, imagine living near the Arc de Triomphe. God, her husband didn't know what she ain't got a husband. Or maybe she does. Well, if she does, you, he'll, he will not want to read Moby's book, a bit like most people, but he will have a specific reason, let's say, not to read Moby's book. But anyway, Mo, big, big Mobster goes on to say, um, As we drove, I told Mandy the strange history of the Egyptian obelisk near the Tuileries, ga- Tuileries, I don't know, well, near the Tuileries Garden. She listened and nodded, but seemed bored. Well, yeah, she's a sexy elf. She lives near the Arc de Triomphe, mate. Do you think she's bothered about some Egyptian obelisk near the... Dolores Garden, mate, she wants to get you home, tease you, be mischievous, which I think are actually two, that's like being fat and heavy, but she's not bothered, she seems bored, and this is why Moby's moaning about not flirting with people, he's talking about obelisks, and I mean obelisk, maybe, um, sorry, at her apartment he tries to engage her in conversation about the new wave radio stations in New York, mate, people think I've got bad game, he is talking about obelisks, new wave... I mean, I wasn't born in the 90s. I was born in the 90s. I, I was five. I wasn't flirting when I was five. But I genuinely reckon I'd have more of a chance than talking about new wave radio stations in New York and Egyptian obelisks. Why does he always talk as well about items from certain countries? But anyway, why don't you try to talk about... She lives near the Arc de Triomphe, mate. That's quite interesting. There's quite a lot of suggestion. If the Arc de Triomphe is what I think it is, it's like that thing you drive through so you could say, like drive, I'm doing some, a driving motion with my hand, a centre penis centering a vagina, 
but um, anyway, no spoilers. At her apartment, he tries to engage her in conversation about New Wave. So they're talking about New Wave radio stations, because, I mean, when somebody's bored about obelisks, you know what you go to. But anyway, he says... Um, he says the mood is disrupted by her nervous chihuahua, George. George, the first sort of modern name we've heard in this whole story. I mean, I can't remember. What's Moby's first name? Is it Richard? Yeah, it's Richard. So that's not too bad a name. I mean, I don't know what it is about the... Um, I don't know how tall he is, but... Um, I don't know what it is about him that's making this chihuahua nervous. Maybe is this all this new wave radio? New York talk, obviously, he's a bit more of a grunge guy, maybe. Late 90s or maybe the new pop renaissance as they say in France, with uh, Britney Spears and all that sort of shiz. But, um, so, obviously, he's like, right, Moby's like, right, I need to say this. I've been boring all night with um, this sexy elf. So he says, I wanted to tell her about my deceased grandmother's dash hound, also named George, but Mandy started kissing me. That escalated quickly. Um, we took off our clothes and we had sex on the damp, wine-stained sheets while her dog paced and whined around us. After sex, we passed out so so much maybe this will be 45 minutes but so much to deconstruct from that first of all why mention that the dog's nervous if you then just it doesn't bother mandy because she jumps you anyway but she is a teasing mischievous elf sexy elf sorry but um why when did the wine get spilt there's actually no mention of them drinking wine i mean i imagine she is to get through talking to him and what she's obviously planning to do but I just don't like the idea of you conscience consciously having sex with a person whilst their don't edit that whilst their dog is pacing and whining around. Just let the dog out. I mean, maybe this is why she lives near the Arc de Triomphe because it's such a small little flat. The dog has to watch you get well, get penetrated by Moby. I'm sorry, but it is. But hours later, Moby goes to leave only to find himself locked in Mandy's apartment, but disturbed by Mandy's boyfriend. Fuck, I was right. Je suis désolé doesn't cut it. Moby just makes his flight to New Zealand. I actually added the word just there, so I don't know if that's a bit um, libelous. But there's also a bit, that is just one of my favourite stories, but there's also a bit about um, knob touch Donald Trump. But with all the stuff that's gone on at the moment, I don't want to get any... You know, I mean, I'll take on the Pickers and Schwarzenegger's team, but I'm not taking on Trumpy. He might want to come on. He might need to come on. He might need it for money. I've got I've still got a bit of this £300 budget left. He might need it soon for lawyers and stuff. But um, this is my favourite. I'll leave you this one because this is a favourite. I mean, if I don't know if I'm suggesting that you buy this book, but I'm certainly, I'm certainly suggesting that you don't live your life the way Moby's lived his life. Um, actually, he's, yeah. No, yeah, no, I stand by that. For the first time in my life, I stand by that. Don't live your life like that but anyway fast forward i'll leave you this is my favorite one this is my favorite extract i'll leave you so we we jump forward seven years he did new zealand after he um you know he's knob touched trumpo he's uh seen that gay, sexy elf's boyfriend whatever um gandalf whoever but um so this is 2006 now so i am now the ripe old age of 12 just uh, becoming a man in the world i um i still don't think i'm a man but um so in 2006 moby invites the musician lizzie grant who would go on to be known as Lana Del Rey. So this is already exciting. I don't know how old Lana Del Rey is, but in 2006, I imagine she's quite young. That might add some spice, so I'm going to Google it. This week's episode has been sponsored by Google, because Adam knows nothing. 35! Oh, she's a bit old, actually. Oh, fuck, I'm back on Gamine. God, I've got some weird Google searches. Where's me? There we go. So, 25, 26... I can't be asked to work it out. When was she born? Oh, nine. So she was she was 
21. Oh, I was hoping she was born in a year that ended in six, so it's really easy to work out. But she was born in 85, so she was 21. So she's a 21-year-old Lana Del Rey, who wasn't famous in 2006, to his apartment, which has multiple floors, by the way. Which, to me, an apartment is one floor, so he's multiple apartment. Grant shakes her hand, her, her head, sorry, right, let's try again. Grant shakes her head, Grant being Lizzie Grant's surname. Lana, as I call it, Lana shakes her head and tells Moby, Moby, you know you're the man. This is his problem. People stuff like this tell him. Maybe he thought she was gamine, but um, I don't think she knows what she gamines if she t- um, she thinks Moby's the man. When Moby thanks her for the compliment, she clarifies, "You're a rich wasp from Connecticut, and you live in a five-level penthouse. Better way of describing it than an apartment with multiple floors. You're the man, as in stick it to the man, as in person they, as in the person they guillotine in the revolution." Moby goes on to say, I didn't know if she was insulting me, says Moby. She definitely is. But I decided to take it as a compliment. They don't have sex. Grant leaves, and then alone in his enormous apartment, Moby takes off his shoes and his feet, bare on a Turkish rug, plays a gymipede, which I'm not going to Google, by Eric Satie on a $20,000 Swiss piano. And then I imagine the Kirby Enthusiasm music plays and the camera slowly pans out from Moby's fantastic life. So that was... um, The book was... Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Then it fell apart, which I mean, there were just three, there was a lot more. And I mean, again, I didn't go into the knob touching with Donald Trump because, to be honest, I'm not really, I'm, I think it's a bit childish, anyway, isn't it? But um, yeah, it's just, I, I again, don't buy the book, but um, maybe buy the book, but you know what I mean? Just don't live your life like that, kids. Or, I mean, kids should be listening to this, but don't do stuff like what Moby does. I mean, I genuinely thought I lived my life a little bit badly, especially with the old ladies, but I feel much more confident in the decisions I make. But anyway, thank you very much for listening to LFPBC to FTB. Um, yeah, so anyway, so I think we're, we're, we're over the 45 minute mark now, so we'll just, um, I think we'll just do a little bit of this. <laughs> Yes, indeed, you better believe it. You know what that theme tune is. Well, you don't because the first time I've played it, but that is the leading into Crew and A. So, I mean, I haven't actually properly checked the Le Fake podcast email for a while, but I did it and there wasn't much there. So, I um, So, like I said, it is Le Fake. No, it's not. It's fakepodpod at gmail.com. So, F A K E D P O D P O D at gmail.com. Apologies for the gas there that seems to be a side effect the only side effect of decaffeinated coffee on me but um so i haven't really got much this week but yeah get your content in if you've got some personal problems at home if you think your partner's cheating on you if you think she's cheating on you with me which i mean i'm not going to tell you but ask anyway i can maybe make a bit of content out of it but maybe you've got some questions i'm no, nothing political um, nothing about like the veterinary science either because I don't know anything about that. I know more than you'd think about m- not meteorology, metrology, which is like scales and stuff. But yeah, not scales on a fish. Again, to re- emphasise the veterinary point, I don't know anything about animal sciences. Um, if a dog was unwell, I'd just take it to a vet or any animal. But this one, I'd like to um, I'd like to sort something out. There was a lot of um, backlash to some of my comments about a certain group of friends. Um, back in back back in back in Norwich, and they obviously I don't know why when I mentioned some of my 
poor quality friends they assumed I talked about them I mean in my opinion that answers the question themselves if they assume it is them but um, this is for everyone involved and I don't want people to think I'm singling them out or do you know what I mean this look trying to get funding different from different spaces but so they did ask me if I would rate them as people and I mean I don't like buying people selling people rating people that much I mean me and Macaulay did used to have a show section of the show where we rated it but so they've asked me and this is I've, this is out of 10 but this is strictly not my opinion of them this is what I would think for them being friends with other people so I'm going to get through this quickly and if I forgot any of them off the list and I tried to I thought about it at least twice so I don't think I forgot anybody um that's there's a reason I forgot you let's just I'll state that now but anyway so this is them this is out of 10 um, Mark 7 Heafy 6 Charlie 6 Chris 8 Lewis 7 Macaulay minus 3 and I've just put brackets a dangerous man Hopefully uh, the theme music covers that loud goal. But ladies and gentlemen, we're getting dangerously close to an hour. And um, I think the Moby stuff... I actually had a bit of a computer issue during the Moby piece. So hopefully this might not even ever go out. But um, I hope you've enjoyed it nearly as much as I have. I'd like to I'd like to thank Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, team for getting us in touch. I mean, I won't thank the man himself. I think he's actually been a bit of a nightmare to work with. But... Um, I should be able to edit out most of these sort of um, political statements, shall we say, that he made. But um, again, you know the email, guys. Get in touch. Fakepodpod at gmail.com. Not giving you my Twitter. Um, we'll just do it emails. Let's just do emails for now. Um, not shemails, emails. That's like the, the slogan. But if anybody's interested in any, like I said, any content from me, any t-shirt ideas, I think of them quite a lot. If you're interested in buying Moby's book, I have no idea where you can get it from. Um, if there's any gamin ladies out there, leave me alone. I don't think elves are sexy. But um, listen, I think it's important, obviously, in these times. We're still going through lockdown in the UK. If you're listening to this in a different country, what the fuck? But um, just take care of yourselves. Look after each other. Stay positive. And remember, the main thing is there is lots of other episodes of this that you might like less or you like might more might like more oh a bit of a silly at the end there but just keep listening because i think if you do keep listening i'll literally I might actually make money out of this and if you want to send me any money i actually let's not beg now i'm too proud to beg in the words of i think rihanna i don't know i'll leave you regrettably with um arnold schwarzenegger's motivational video i mean we've already planned it we've prepped it so we might as well put it in um this is him Work it a workout total work body workout to the song Raining Men by the Weather Girls. Another meteorology comment. Lots of love. Take it easy. Crooster out. This exercise is called the barbell curl. This is for the biceps. Your biceps may not be as big as mine. Now remember, this is one of my favorite exercises that made me blast my biceps up to 22 inches. If any listeners have been offended by the story of George, the scared chihuahua, who whined as her the adulterous elf mother was porked by Moby, please do continue to listen to the podcasts and hopefully you will find strength throughout them. With a phone book or a 
plaque of wood up to the wall of your room so that it will remain stationary. Hold a dumbbell in one hand and stand with the front part of your feet on the book.